This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. Welcome in. It's Thursday, April the 11th. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow the show at Winning Cures, or you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Winning Cures Everything. The show is broadcast every day, 10 to 15 minutes, YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, live on all three. You comment in, I'm going to see it. I've got the little thing pulled up right here so I can see everything. Let's give you a rundown on what we're going to talk about today. Louisville got a notice of inquiry, and it was a verbal one, so we're going to discuss that and what it means. The NBA playoffs are set, so we're going to talk about the odds. Master standings. Tiger Woods, looking like old Tiger. I'm in. Doc Sadler resigns from Southern Miss, and we'll explain how that came about. First off, the show is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code WCE50 is going to get you 50% deposit bonus. So you put in $200, they're going to give you $100 for free. You put in $500, they're going to give you $250 for free. That's the way it works. MyBookie.ag, they got the best online sports book layout. Uh, go check it out for yourself. MyBookie.ag, best online sports book for recreational gamblers. We'll, we'll call them that. Uh, but MyBookie.ag, promo code WCE50. Go check that out for yourself. If you are a first time here, we do this every day, Monday through Friday, around 3, 3.30, somewhere around there, Central Time. We appreciate you being here. Again, leave some comments in. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I see all the comments that come in. I appreciate you, uh, you joining the conversation. Let's get started. Louisville receives a verbal notice of inquiry from the NCAA. That happened on March 8th, according to the school spokesman. They announced they received it. This is the initial step, the first step towards the notice of allegations that will eventually come, right? So they are digging into the program. They're digging into all the FBI stuff. And what makes this complicated is the assistants that are going to be at the, the center of this have already been fired. Jordan Fair and Kenny Johnson, the head coach, Rick Pitino, already been fired. The AD, Tom Jurich, already fired. There's a lot going on here. So uh, the player that was involved, Brian Bowen, never played at the school. The reason this is such a big deal, they could have some seriously severe penalties, and it depends on how the NCAA decides to look at this, but they've got seriously severe penalties because this stuff happened while the school was already on probation from the escort situation, right? That's the problem. And the stuff that happened, I mean, Fair was caught on video or on a, uh, a wiretap or something saying that we're going to have to keep these payments on the down low because we're already under it. So they knew they were breaking rules while they were already on probation. That's a problem. Now, everybody involved with it is already gone, right? So Louisville at least cleaned house, got everybody out of there that had anything to do with it. What does the NCAA end up doing? Because these are serious allegations. And if they were already on probation anyway, this is where death penalty kind of stuff comes in, right? So we'll see exactly what happens. I'm curious uh, what the NCAA will do. Like, will they grant leniency 
because the school has already gotten rid of everybody involved with it from the top all the way down. If, you know, I'm sure there will be more punishment, but uh, but I'm curious. I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. I would imagine this will not involve the death penalty for the program. They might get another year probation. They might get uh, or several years probation, but they might get another year uh, with a postseason ban, right? We'll, we'll see. Uh, that would suck for Chris Mack, but he's getting very well compensated. He doesn't have to worry about anything. Next topic, the NBA playoff matchups have been officially set. We have not talked very much about the NBA on this show, mainly because we're waiting for the playoffs. The regular season is just so boring, and so you never know what you're going to get each night. Uh, it makes it a little ridiculous because some guys aren't trying. Uh, you, you just you don't know. It's impossible to bet on, etc. But now that we are in the playoffs, these guys are going to try hard. They are going to push for this. Here are the odds on these so far. These are series odds, uh, and these are from my bookie. So it, it's going to be different, whatever sports book you go to. But the series odds here: the Bucks against the Pistons. That's the one seed against the eight in the uh, uh, in the East. Bucks are minus five thousand. The Pistons are plus eighteen hundred to win the series. The Pistons are are a five hundred team. That rarely works out, especially against the spread. I'd roll Bucks here. Celtics minus five forty. Pacers plus three ninety five. The Pacers made the playoffs, got the fifth seed even without Victor Oladipo. Uh, I'm all in on the Celtics at least winning this one, and then we'll see what happens with the Bucks in the next series. 76ers minus 700. The Nets are plus 500. I like the 76ers here. They have been basically just waiting for the playoffs, right? So 76ers I'll take there. And then the Raptors minus 1,100. The Magic plus 755. I'm rolling Raptors. They are another team that has been building a roster to get to the playoffs. So that's that's the uh, the East. Let's talk about the West. The Warriors minus eighteen thousand sixty five, and then the Clippers plus ninety three fifteen. That's the one seed against the eight seed. Not surprising, whatsoever. The Rockets minus four hundred. The Jazz plus three ten. The Rockets are a four seed, and I don't know if a lot of people paid attention to this or not, but uh, the Rockets do have the second best odds to win the West, even though they're the four seed. I guess it depends on whether or not they get high from three. We'll see. They have not looked great this year. I think the pieces that they lost from last year really hurt them. Uh, but their offense, their ISO offense works great. So uh, I'm going to roll Rockets on that one. Blazers, as the three seed, are plus 110. The Thunder, minus 130. If the Thunder lose this series, and even though they're a six seed, and technically they should be favored to lose it, um, if the Thunder lose this series, do they look at maybe getting rid of Billy Donovan? Do they look at blowing up the roster? You know, they, this is several years in the making where they have not been able to do anything with really, really good players and what they thought was a really good roster. Is this Billy Donovan's fault that things have fallen off? Is it Russell Westbrook's? Paul George always seems to fall off at the end of seasons. What is, what's the best move for the Thunder in this spot? And the Blazers have lost 10 straight playoff games. Uh, they are going to be looking to get over that hump. So even though they're plus 110, I do like the Blazers here, but we'll see. I'm, I'm probably not going to touch this one. 
Uh, the next one, the last one, the Nuggets are minus 245 as the two seed over the seven seed Spurs at plus 195. Again, these are the playoff series odds. Uh, if you're going to do anything, take a lot of these favorites that you that you just know are going to win the series and parlay those together. Right? That's that's the best thing. Uh, you do your Warriors, Bucks, Celtics, uh, Rockets, Raptors, 76ers. Like that six series that you have a pretty good idea that they are all going to um, they are all going to be in the next round. So parlay them all together. Toss ten bucks on it, you win twelve or whatever it is. Nothing crazy. Uh, but the NBA playoffs start this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm curious to see what these teams look like now that they really should be trying hard in every game. And that's the biggest thing. That's what makes the NBA playoffs so much more entertaining than uh, the regular season is the effort. They put forth effort. Let's talk about the Masters. Tiger Woods rocking and rolling. Let me pull up my my leaderboard here. Uh, Woods is 2-under through 17 right now. That puts him in a tie for fifth place. Uh, First place, you got uh, uh, Justin Harding. Uh, Adam Scott, let's see, John Rahm, Corey Connors, and somebody else. Patton Kizir, I've never heard of Patton in my life. I apologize, Patton. But Tiger Woods is making this immensely more entertaining. Immensely more entertaining. I'll tell you the bets that I had on this uh, coming coming into the day. Uh, Let's see, let me... Let me open them up here. Uh, I have Tiger Woods plus 120 to finish in the top 10. I have Brooks Kepka plus 180 to finish in the top 10. I had Paul Casey plus 2,500 to win. Uh, John Rahm plus 1,400 to win. Bubba Watson plus 3,000 to win. Brooks Kepka plus 2,200 to win. Uh, and that's it. That's the only winners that I had. Those are the only bets. Oh, I also had uh, uh, Charles Howell over Pepperell today and covered that one. Had a, a $25 bet on that. It paid out 20 bucks, whatever. So lots of fun stuff to get into. The live betting is going to be entertaining because Tiger is playing so well. There's going to be so many people on him. You can get much better odds on other people. Uh, but if Tiger were to pull this off, hey, count me in. That is the most entertaining thing about the PGA Tour, about the Masters, is when Tiger Woods is playing well because I feel like it it brings everybody together watching the same thing, enjoying the same thing. Let's uh, let's close out. I want to talk about Doc Sadler resigning from Southern Miss. He he had his best season at Southern Miss. So he, he started at UTEP and did really well over two years. He took over for Billy Gillespie and had two really good seasons at UTEP and then took the Nebraska job and stayed at Nebraska for, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six seasons and, you know, had 20 and 13, 18 and 13, 19 and 13, finally got fired in his sixth season with a 12 and 18 record. Uh, He went and joined Fred Hoiberg for a little bit and then took over Southern Miss in 2015 and went 9 and 28 and 21, 9 and 22, and then 16 and 18 last year, and then this season went 20 and 13, finished second in Conference USA, uh, 
And today, April 11th, decided he did not want to do this anymore. So, it which is kind of bananas, right? It, because you feel like you've got this thing rolling. Well, here's the deal. Uh, he resigned after five years. He said that he simply did not want to be a head coach with a head coach's responsibilities over the long term, and that led him to step away from his job. He quit because he didn't want to do it anymore. And he's 58 years old, so I get it. But he said he could have gone a few more years, but that Southern Miss needed a long-term coach who could commit to the grind and responsibilities that the job requires. Uh, He did say he had a moment Thursday morning, quote, because I'm never going to be a head coach again, but also noted that he still needed to work. So he said he's going to visit Lincoln, Nebraska for a possible opening on the staff of new Cornhuskers coach Fred Hoiberg. This is something you do not see very often. A guy that has finally gotten a program rolling. He's built a good foundation. He has improved over the last three seasons. Finally got things the way that he wants them. And then just quits to go be an assistant on somebody else's staff. And even more insane is that he's going to go be an assistant. And of course, this has not happened yet. But he's going to be an assistant somewhere that he was a head coach. And that he failed as a head coach. How often do you see that happen? I mean, that would be like Anthony Grant getting fired at Dayton or quitting at Dayton and coming back to join Nate Oates' staff at Alabama. That would be Tubby Smith eventually quitting at High Point and coming back to join Penny Hardaway's staff. It's strange. It is really, really weird, and it doesn't happen often. Uh, So pay attention to what happens with that. Doc Sadler resigns from Southern Miss. He's possibly going to go join the staff of Fred Hoiberg at Nebraska where he was once the head coach and got fired from. That's mind-blowing, mind-blowing. All right, as always, you can find more information about the show over at winningcureseverything.com. We do this every day sometime after 3 p.m. Central Time. So follow us on Twitter at GaryWCE at WinningCures. You can follow the Facebook uh, feed or Facebook profile, whatever, facebook.com slash everything. You can find everything about us at winningcureseverything.com. YouTube, podcasts, subscribe to both of them. Leave some comments. Leave some nice reviews for us. We do appreciate the support. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.